Happy post Thanksgiving, uh, the first post Thanksgiving episode of the American POV, episode number fifty-one with Jamie Neary. Oh God, I'm so stuffed. Indeed. Yep. Uh, hope everyone had a good holiday. Yeah, it wasn't until I looked at the news. God, man, if you ever just want to enjoy your weekend, don't look at anything social media. Just if you ever want to enjoy your holiday. Don't think about your podcast that talks about awful news stories. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and I Which, did. To be to be honest, there wasn't really that much going on Thanksgiving weekend anyway, so it was a blessing in disguise. Well, there was a lot of really awful stories about um, how to one up your your family at the dinner table about politics, which I've never had that problem because we never talked about politics in there. Yeah, that we're decent human beings. We keep problem. that. Sh- we keep that shit. On a down low. And we're family. We shouldn't have to one-up each other about politics. Family's garbage the one anyway. thing family should never have to worry about. No, we just argue we about... We argue about other shit that we do petty towards each other. Besides politics. I know the, um, the uh, White House press secretary, she was like, here's a list of, of things you can one-up your family members with. Shit. Oh, that's not good. That's disturbing. Mostly misleading, of course, all of them, but you know, what do you expect? It is. It is. Alright, uh, speaking of things that make me want to throw up my Thanksgiving dinner, uh, Balenciaga launches inappropriate ads involving children. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, I mean, that. that's that's it. That, that's, that's pretty bad. There's not much else to say. That is extremely bad. That's more than pretty bad, my guy. That's like a crime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not that I buy. I mean, I can sit here and say, well, I'll never buy Balenciaga again, but I didn't buy them in the first place. We ain't got Balenciaga money. Fuck you. What do you think we are? Goddamn rich? No, but I'm looking at their, their catalog. It's all garbage. Like, who who wears this stuff? Garbage people. Rich people, asshole. Why do rich people wear garbage? Dude, man, they gotta think. I, I don't know. I don't know. Why do rich people do anything they do? They have a uh, disposable income. They have. They have the ability. They have the financial capability of doing such. That's all they need as a reason. All right. So, one of the one of the ads included a child model standing with a teddy bear that was wearing black leather and chains. Oh my. oh my god. I didn't know that little Nas X was asked to uh, put together the shoot of the costumes. Or the be the designer. <laughs> you know, yeah. when I was you know when I was a kid, like my teddy bear, he had like a like a little hat for when it got cold and a scarf. I just thought that was the normal thing. I, I think Yeah, I didn't SM bears are all rage now. Yeah, I didn't know they had gimp outfits for bears. This is this holy hawks and the three bears a much different story. Brother Bear really, really took a different turn there. (laughs) Oh no, my childhood is ruined. Yeah, good. Uh, The other ad was even stranger and included a pile of legal documents, one of which included the text of a Supreme Court decision related to child pornography. Um. That's that's not a mistake. That is, you cannot frame that as oops because you literally could have just typed up a bunch of gibberish, printed it out, and put it on the floor for your ad. 
You didn't have to. You somebody went out and found that. There is no like mistake on that. I could literally, I could find any news article I wanted about any topic, and slap that on there just to have papers thrown on the floor if that's what you're going for in your ad, and it would have n- been nowhere close to that creepy. What the? Like who? Other more questionable images showed a child's teddy bear dressed in bondage, and even a child photographed went with bond. Oh my god! With bondage. Thankfully, not in bondage. With bondage gear. Jesus fucking Christ, my guy. See, this does not belong in the same sentence. The sentence should never exist. What? I, I don't even know how that happens. Like, like, how does? There are some really so um the campaign caused an uproar that led to the brand to pull both both ads sue the creative agency and hired to develop them, lose out on an award and multiple and issue multiple statements. Um I don't think they like a lot of people are blaming them. It it, it seems to me, now this is early on, so something else could come out, but it just seems to me like they hired some fucking weirdos and and probably, honestly, might have even did it to, like, cut some corners, like, cost-wise. Got the cheapest, like, advertising agency they could find. And some fuckers there made some really weird shit. And they're paying, they're paying the price for, for skimping out. At least that's my theory. I'm sorry, there's no defense for this. Uh, apparently... The... No, no, there's no defense. I'm just saying... This is what the... It's a really bad idea for your brand to do this. So I'm trying to make sense as to how they even got in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, apparently the photographer spoke out on it, and you're echoing. You're echoing. Yep, he's fixed. Mm-hmm. Good. And his his defense still echoing. I can't help it. There's. Hey, <laughs> Mike is about as far away as it could be from here. Who knows what's wrong with it? Maybe it's me. Um. In his defense, the Italian-born photographer said, I am not in a position to comment uh, Balenciaga's choices, but I must stress that I am not entitled in whatsoever manner nor to either choose the products, nor the models, nor the combination of the same. As a photographer, I was only and solely requested to light the given scene and take the shots. That's... no. So... No. This is the part of the situation where everybody starts to splinter off and blame each other. The photographer says, well, I only took the photos. I didn't set it up. But you have no integrity as a human being to just say, hey, yes. these, this this is not right. I'm not doing it. Well, no, he's Italian, so he'd say, hey, there's, this is, is a bigger problem. This is some Satan this shit, hey? This is, this went, is not a spicy meatball. <laughs> Mamma mia! I can't do it. I I, I, um, I I tried to do the Italian accent. I just slipped into Russian for some reason. He needs to get put into... You're not good at maintaining character. Whoever... Yeah, I know I'm not good at that. Whoever thought this was a good idea should be sent to a gulag. It's no. No. We are in agreement, sir. Um. Yeah. So, uh, they yeah, were shot for Balenciaga's Christmas 2022 campaign. Um, oh yeah, his name. The photographer's name was Gabriel Gallimberti. If you were really unsure if he was actually Italian, 
people in the spring 2023 campaign shot by Chris Maggio. Maggio. Um, I'm guessing the teddy bear one was for Christmas and the other one was for spring. Uh, see, the Christmas campaign was the one featuring the teddy bears. Okay, so they explain it. Allegedly SM style leather gear. The bears are actually plush handbags that Balenciaga sells in the shape of teddy bears. The leather straps, while certainly visually evocative of SM wear, are also the straps of the bag. So, further question, why did they use children? Yeah. Um, when in doubt, just use an adult, right? And then someone could be like, that's a weird handbag, but it's an adult woman you wearing it, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, that's the difference. That's that's, yeah, that's the difference. Pretty big, pretty big difference there. So, pretty big deal. People advocating for the brand were arguing that the individuals sexualizing the images were the problem, not Balencia um, relinquishing these images of the children being sexualized to the world for the brand for their financial benefit. So uh, they said this whole idea was a good it was a good idea. They hired a crew, models. The designer came in and they took photos and then they did a marketing campaign on it for everywhere and it seems like it's a really easy thing to not sexualize children when and i don't know it seems it's very worrying that a lot of these companies somehow fall into this trap of sexualizing children and then if you point it out then they say you're the one sexualizing children how is it a trap they shouldn't be doing it at all not a trap but just the they it, i'm saying it or it's like a like a quote-unquote trap like oh we or, did this by accident it's like i don't know if this is an accident if it keeps happening or maybe the people they're advertising to are the rich pedophiles that allowed it to happen oh epstein <clears throat> sorry <coughs> maxwell <laughs> <laughs> biden <laughs> Wait, isn't it weird isn't it weird how like um, um maxwell she like uh she like trafficked a bunch of like young girls no. to like nobody. Here, yeah, yeah, that's right. She she was a trafficker of to no one. Or she has no clients, no clients, not at all. And the funniest thing is like they say like they they try to like pin Trump as one of them, and maybe he was, but I feel like if he was one of them, we would have known by now. That would have like, been that would have been the one thing that would have gotten leaked. Like that yeah. would that would have been the buckshot to his mm. entire life. That would have ended his career, and, and as it well should, but considering that it hasn't been released, it's like, yeah. That's what I'm so, like, pissed off about. Like, I don't care who you are or what, you, what you've done or what your status is or what you, you know, how famous you are, how much money you have. If you did some bad shit and you get caught, you don't get away with it. Especially if they're a political opposition who you deeply, deeply hate. And if you had that big of a fucking um, shot on him, I don't know why they didn't take it. Because all their fears would have been over. He would have been out of the entire scene of politics. Makes uh -huh. no sense. But this is just disgusting and it gets worse every day. So, so the, the legal documents that were in the one image are from uh, text from a Supreme Court decision related to the PROTECT Act, a 2003 federal law that states child pornography is not protected by free speech. No, um, it's not. Weird thing to include in your child uh, 
photo shoot, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it really is. Yeah. If someone had to actually find that and place that in a way where it could be somewhat visible. I know. So I really would love to know what the... Maybe you can explain the handbag. It's a, it's a little weird, but okay, maybe. But that specific document? That's a little... That, my guy, I, I don't think you can explain that one. Wait, where's the handbag? It's on the right. So that, that teddy bear image, uh -huh. that, that's a handbag. That's a handbag. That's why it has straps. Mm. That's... Quote-unquote handbag, yes. Um, overkill. Believe it if you want. I, I'm not telling you saying you have to. <laughs> um, I'm currently looking up wood chipper rentals. <laughs> Very reasonable prices these days. I know, right? <laughs> I don't even uh, need well, it for that much. Of the campaign campaign's creations are unknown. Uh, there are three parties involved with both ads: Balenciaga, an agency called North Six. And the two photographers whose names we mentioned earlier. Oh, uh, on November 25th, Balenciaga brought a $25 million lawsuit against North Six for being responsible for the spring ad featuring the Supreme Court documents, but not against the photographer, um, Chris Mag Maggio. I think it's Maggio. M-A-G-G-I-O. Mm -hmm. uh, Balenciaga called the inclusion of the document in the ad malevolent or, at the very least, extraordinarily reckless, which is correct, but at the same time, you saw these documents. You saw these ads before they went out. Like, if they really were like, oh, my God, these are terrible, they would have caught this. You mm -hmm. don't just... I've never worked, like, in advertising or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure if you hire an outside agency, they make the ad, they show you the ad, and you approve it, and then it goes out. So they saw both of these ads, and they were okay with it. Yo, there's one for sale for uh, nine grand, man. Boys, let's <laughs> let's put our money, bro. Slightly used. <laughs> it's got a little bit of blood on it, but it still works good. <laughs> Don't worry, we we hit a raspberry bush. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Several raspberry bushes, very thick ones. Look, I, I like my jam <laughs> splattered. <laughs> um, let's see. So Balenciaga's lawsuit against North Six begs several questions. Who created the, the mood board for the photo shoot? Was a Balenciaga representative on site during the photo shoot? How many Balenciaga employees approved the final ads, which I just said? that They saw this. So don't let them don't let them off the hook just because they they said oh we didn't make it you approved it yeah they you had to approve it, it. someone I looked did. at this catalog or like the uh, the picture for it I don't know the the terminology for it but someone showed them this idea and the final product that, means that they went over it a few times before they finalized and they were cool with it what the fuck man yep several people approved uh, it <laughs> my brother in Christ you approved the ad. <laughs> exactly. We don't know anything about this, <laughs> my dude. It's your company. Like you, what do you mean you didn't know that they had that shit, bud? It was in the fucking paperwork. Even we know what you heard me. 
So, and then Kim Kardashian said she's uh, considering. Mind you, she said considering, not that she's going to cut them off. She's thinking about it. She might. Considering. Oh. Uh, she's garbage. Well, recently it came out that she declined their 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 offer, so I guess she's cutting things off by it. Although, again, it's one of those things where she she tests the waters, sees how much people are upset about it, and she just cuts it off. She doesn't cut it off because she thinks it's wrong, even though she has children of her own. Mm -hmm. It's because She's just, ah, people seem to not like this, so I'm going to disassociate from it. I think the rich live so disassociated from reality that they forget that we all live basically in the same universe. Because they feel sometimes they didn't live in the same universe, some of these people. Okay, let's see. Uh, How about. So, one of the. there, There was a story that I. Um was kind of saving for I, I gotta pull it up uh, well actually not yeah so about um plummeting sperm counts oh yeah that's so that's, that's this a thing. is a story from um it's from 2021 but it's still relevant and it kind of again it was a story that i saved a while back but i just a couple episodes went by and we were talking about other things and there were kind of big stories going on so a little bit of lull in the action i thought i'd squeeze it in um and don't giggle but um plumbing sperm counts shrinking penises uh pretty much in our future and pretty soon that's great yeah so well, uh, at least i don't have to worry about that last part <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's cl- clearly it's they're sh- they're all shrinking. Am I right? <laughs> oh, right. Well, I mean, at least we know it's not just me anymore. I'm just fucking. I'm pretty sure you're fine, Gary. Every man will have a time. Sorry, I'm trying to make light of something that's actually very serious and very concerning me. But you know, I'm pretty sure you've proven that wrong. <laughs> your life at the moment. <laughs> it concerns me. Fuck you. It really does. I mean it. Well, it affects your children. <laughs> so, yeah, it me, a, new, a new book called Countdown by Shanna Swan, an environmental and reproductive epidemiologist at Ichan School of Medicine mm. uh, in Mount Sinai in New York, finds that Sperm counts have dropped almost 60% since 1973. Oh, that's a lot. I wonder if it's something we've been eating. McDonald's. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, that sounds most obvious. Either that or it's the meat. In yeah, the, the, um, food, the food additives, because uh, the larger the population, the thinner the resources get. Wait, are you telling me it's the meat that shrinks your meat? Stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, doesn't I'll... most meat get grown with steroid? In Probably the these days. 
Yeah, because they used to have a tight hold on regulation, and then that just, like, fucking disappeared. McDonald's was uh, founded... McDonald's was founded in San Bernardino, California in 1940. By the McDonald's brothers. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Who then um, quickly had their business taken from them by Ray Kroc, who then grew McDonald's into what we know. When was McDonald's franchised? 1950s. 54. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm actually legitimately watching the um the movie about the the guy who who grew McDonald's not really the founders of the McDonald's but rather the dude that like monopolized took the idea on it and grew it yeah um, pretty good movie uh, but anyway uh, so the this woman's research Swan her research suggests sperm counts could reach zero zero by 2045 ah. zero big big fat donut. You know what can also do that? What's that? Nuclear war. There's a lot of... Oh. by uh, Sperm count can reach zero for a lot of things, not just the... Uh, something about medicine or how biology is working right now. I mean, we are sterilizing kids at the moment, so who fuck knows. Um, but could have a complete population collapse, could have wars, could have... Famine, so much shit. We could just there could just be no humans in about twenty three years. That is terrifying. It is terrifying, right? Uh huh. Um, So the chemicals to blame for this crisis are found in everything from plastic containers and food wrapping to waterproof clothes and fragrances and cleaning products to soaps and shampoos, electric electronics, carpeting. Uh, They're called forever chemicals because they don't break down in the environment or the human body mm. these accumulate i mean they even said we have like microplastics in our blood nowadays yes yes because everything we uh eat and everything drink from is uh in a plastic container so we have actually everything, micro- everything around you right now is mostly plastic yeah Mm-mm. but then again the human diet has been really yeah, garbage. Been garbage mostly americans but yeah, mostly Americans. The American diet is garbage. Mostly. I don't know. It's, I think this will mainly affect big cities first because everything's industrialized. Yep. I mean, you would hope. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that the uh, farmers will be pretty alright and the rural country will be just fine. So I don't know if I believe this Completely. It makes no sense. Swan's research suggests sperm counts could reach zero. I don't. I don't know. The chemicals to blame for this crisis are found in everything from plastic containers and food wrapping to waterproof clothes and fragrances and cleaning products to soaps and shampoos to electronics and carpeting. Some of them called PFAS are known as forever chemicals because they do not break down in the environment or the human body. They just accumulate and accumulate and doing more damage minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, day by day. Ah! Whenever humanity seems to be reaching a breaking point, which they suggest in this article, I swear we find a way to get out of it. Something's going to happen where we find a way to filter out the 
whatever this is, the chemicals that can't digest or absorb. And then everything will be fine. Plus, there's a lot of countries in a, in the world that are just not advanced as us, and they just still thrive off of uh, Mother Nature. So I think they'll be fine. So I, I don't know about this one. Oh. In some parts of the world, the average 20-something woman today is less fertile. Some parts. Does not say what parts of the world. Less fertile than their her grandmother was at thirty five. In addition, Swan finds that on average a man today will have half the sperm his grandfather had. You tell me my grandfather had more sperm than me. Uh, he was based My grandfather did not have more sperm than me. I can impregnate the impregnable. <laughs> Gary's gonna inherit the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure I have more sperm than my grandfather. He's dead, so. Mm. But how long yeah, did he live? You definitely do then. By default, you are the victor, sir. I won. <laughs> Take that, Grandpa. Feel to be the patriarch, the de facto patriarch of your family, sir. So I don't. I'm not 100% on board with this this article because I'm pretty sure this lady's research is more biased in um more advanced civilizations of the world because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other like third world countries that don't use the technology we use. Not everything's I in mean, plastic, not everything's yeah. wrapped. They still butcher animals and, and um eat them then and there. They're not processed and they're not stored in anything. They just do it the old fashioned way. They still drink from wells. They use uh, clay pottery. So I think this is kind of maybe maybe for like America and the Western world and advanced uh, civilizations, but I don't know about this one. It, I think at least what you might be able to rephrase this as is a threat to maybe Western society, more modern. I mean, even yeah, Japan. It's definitely a threat. China to an extent. Especially, it's a threat to um, countries that aren't really prioritizing population growth anymore because the population is stagnant and they're just lazy. Well, and it's it's kind of a losing issue with a lot of people. Let's face it, our age today, where they're they're thinking, well, Earth had eight billion people, so less people equal good thing. No, it doesn't. Boonga, boonga. You know, they don't realize that all those all those old people, no one's there to take care of the old people. And then... Yeah, no. Big problem. Yeah, they don't realize that humanity still has to, you know, survive. I'm, which I'm pretty less sure. People go into the workforce, mm -hmm. so yeah, less less people who have the knowledge to to build and design the products we use to in our comfortable lives day to day. Because that's what's happening in China, right? You have um, a generation that designed and built companies, and a well, generation that is too young to know that information and there's no one to buffer between like to teach the younger well, generation was the ones who, who decided to do it to themselves oh yeah because that, they 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 grew too fast too quick and they they had they tried to slow it down and now they're paying for it if the, what would you think happened if, if china never did that one child policy i don't know i mean i have to look at the hard data for it but um 
think they'd be fine. I think they'd probably just be the same as they are today. I don't think there'd be much difference. There'd be more people, maybe. Maybe. There would be more people, but they were uh, they were also dealing... Maybe a couple hundred thousand more, I would think. I'm not exactly sure, because it lasted like 40 years. Mm -hmm. But it did enough damage to where now the, the the population is, I mean, it's still the highest in the world, but you now have a declining birth rate, which is going to hit probably in about the next 50 years. You're going to start feeling it. Yeah. Um, which means China kind of limited their economic growth in that sense as well. Uh, whereas India didn't do that and still, they still have a positive growth rate. So they're going to surpass China, not just the population, but probably economically as well, because mm -hmm. uh, kind of both countries got their independence at the same time. I mean, communist China rose in the late forties and India got its independence around then as well. Uh, China was a bit more advanced a bit, I guess, in some ways, uh, they had a little bit of a head start, so less of their people are living in like poverty like conditions than India, for example. Uh, but people in India have more of an incentive to have kids as well, yeah, because they're still living in mostly poverty like conditions, which which encourages more children because you have more people to work around the house. It's uh, kind of what the U.S. You, that's what the U.S. was basically 100 years ago, and you know, now it's not like that anymore, and so. Our birth rate is along with most of the Western world is declining. I'm pretty it's sure be a problem I'm in our lifetime. But... It'll. I, I'm pretty sure it'll correct itself. Uh, it's not going to be easy, and it won't be fun, but it, it, it will. will. It'll bring about a lot of economic hardship, and then people. It's gonna. The trend's gonna reverse. It's just gonna be a slow one because you can't really force it, and even China's trying to force it by having saying, "Okay, our one-child policy is now a three-child policy." But you have a generation of Chinese that only knew one child. So why would they want more than one? Like, well, my my I grew up in a one child family. Like all my friends were one child families. So why would I uh, when I get married, I want to just have one child. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And so unless if you're like a real party loyalist and you're like, oh yes, I will have three for the great communist party. Otherwise, you brainwashed your whole generation you know 40 some years of this policy to to only think that way mm -hmm. and you reverse it too late the only country maybe in history to tank their own birth rate on purpose every other country it just happens as a cultural thing china was like here's a policy and it failed <laughs> uh so that's fun so that they'll, they'll have to deal with that uh, yeah well, maybe speaking... they can hire Elon Musk and he can replenish the, maybe. the population overnight. Well, speaking with China, you want to talk about the protests no, going on there? China. Okay, what's up? The protests that are going on over there? Yeah, the COVID protests. Gary, Gary, did you hear about this? No, I did not. Please tell me more. That was uh, <laughs> that was also a test to see if you were still awake. <laughs> Of course, I'm still like dickhead. I'm just listening this time. I have zero input so far. <laughs> well, I gotta find the. Uh... Fuck you for once. I'm at a loss for words. Enjoy it while it lasts. They're doing a white. They're doing a, a revolution. Um, not a revolution. It's called the White Paper Revolution, but it's protest against uh, uh, the Chinese Communist Party's zero COVID strategy. Um, uh, mass demonstrations first erupted in major cities across. China last weekend, uh, 
protesters could be seen holding up blank sheets of white paper, leading some to dub the protest white the white paper revolution, or the A4. What is the symbolic word? Because they can't write anything negative about their uh, country, otherwise they'll disappear. They they yeah, cannot yeah, yeah. they can't um. They're a form of rebellion without being killed. Understood. Yeah, yeah. So it's a form of protest without actually dissenting against the government. It's like I'm just standing here with a white piece of paper. I'm not doing nothing against you. <laughs> um. The so-called white paper revolution was sparked by a deadly apartment fire in northwestern city of... I'm not going to pronounce that. That killed 10 people and injured 9 others. Many blamed the strict COVID-19 policies, which there was a video of, of a um official from the CCP welding someone in their apartment. So, when they say strict COVID policies... Yeah, that that was something that a lot of people here, like like we're, we're saying, like, well, China's handling the COVID stuff well, and I'm like, they're welding people inside their homes. Yeah, and remember, like the the issue they had in Shanghai, like a couple months ago, when they had no food, uh -huh. and they be in your home to get food. Yeah, people were they were sticking their empty fridge on the balcony of their apartments to protest against it because they have no food. And also, there, there are communist government. They don't have to report. Also, great to let the government know, yo, I'm dying of starvation, fuckers. Maybe and there, yeah, help, please. And there was literal videos of the, like howling from the people in the city, screaming because they're stuck in their homes with no food. It's ridiculous. And uh, people parade China around like there's some great nation. Yeah, sure. I mean, in some aspects they are, in others they need work. What aspects are they good at? I mean, overworking people. Having lots no, of people. I should probably stop there because everything else I'm going to say is extremely negative towards their government. I don't want to disappear too. We're in America. If you disappear, there's an invasion going on. <laughs> um, would you be surprised? I wouldn't. Listen, if they go to where you live, they have a problem. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the sheets of paper have largely come to be used as a symbol of defiance against the Chinese state's strict censorship, while also serving as a practical method for evading censor censorship itself, because you can't censor what's not being said. Oh. Yes, I can. I just censored you, James, because you didn't say something. You've been censored. Oh. Go on. I have to do oh, this. Good thing I'm being uh, censored because uh, I'm used to it at this point. Mm -hmm. I might as well call you the FCC, my guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you look at Discord, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, probably fucking well. Yo, oh, he's got the white paper, holy shit, he's Chinese. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Even as I'm some... Sorry, sir, forgive me. Protesters in Hong Kong similarly used blank sheets of paper to express their discontent with the Chinese government imposed national security law in 2020 which banned the use of slogans and banners that called for the city's independence. 
Even as some protesters in China have chosen the, the quieter route of the white papers, others have taken a more outspoken approach, calling on Chinese President Xi Jinping and ruling Chinese Communist Party to leave power. So they're actually... Asking the Chinese Communists to leave power is like telling The Rock to not raise his eyebrow. It's something suspicious. It's, it's only when he smells Thanksgiving food being done. That's it. That's my favorite gift to use when someone says something really sus. Chinese officials initially responded to the protests by easing some coronavirus restrictions on Monday. However, the country's Central Political and Legal Affairs Commission also warned on Tuesday that it will... What's the fucking say? He forgot how to read! I did! I did! Uh, I did! I did! I, I not don't... Not you two! We're screwed now! What is this word? You're the last one! What is it? Absolutely! <laughs> Resolutely? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Oh my god. The American education system, gentlemen. He's been in the South too long. <laughs> Shut up, I was the stupid up north. <laughs> that is the... too good. I've never China's seen that word before. China's COVID policy is now going from they're not going to weld you inside to they're just going to like Put a piece of wood over your door and use hammers and nails. That's it. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> How can they do that to their citizens without feeling some form of remorse? I mean, yeah, you know, military government. But they still have to give some form of a fuck about their citizenry without completely losing uh, popularity with them. Well, it's all—it's all about specifically in in communist countries, and you've seen this—you see this in a lot of communist countries. It's about maintaining the fear of the party, the intimidation of the party. If if you read about the Soviet Union, what they did over their like sixty-nine nice years of existence, they pretty much—it was just about maintaining fear of the party, the intimidation of of if the guy—if you were at the top, if you were Stalin, if you were Brezhnev, or Gorbachev, the people below you had to be afraid of you, or else you were going to get fucking thrown in the trash and replaced by someone else. Yeah. And that's basically what China does today. It's like, I'm Xi Jinping. Everyone below me has to be terrified of me, or else I have no power. I mean, his predecessors had less power than he does. He's, He's ruthless. That's how you stay at the top. So the party has to be ruthless. And maybe to some level they care about the people. To them it's, we know what's best for the people. They don't know what's best for them. We're going to impose our will on them. It doesn't matter what they believe. And we have some of that here too. It's not as extreme. But, you know, that that mentality exists. Yeah. Well, at least they're trying to hide it a bit and make it somewhat amicable to the American people and not just beneficial to them. Well, they can only just say, this is what we're doing. Everything else is communist propaganda. It's, it's, it's capitalist propaganda against us, if whatever they're saying, you know. You're not going to really, I don't think you'll ever really see a regime change in China, not for a very, very long time. 
the, oh. the, the Communist Party in China has actually now lasted longer than it did in Russia. Yep. So, just about. You want to talk about being in charge of the country? I think they've been they've been uh, in charge longer than than the Russians have. So they're going to be sticking around for quite a long time. Oh. I applaud the citizens for doing what they're doing because it's very it's much more dangerous to like protest there than here. Um, but uh, I don't think much is going to change as a result, unless you no. have another Tiananmen Square. But even then, I feel like nowadays they'd be able to crush it a lot easier. Yeah, with bigger tanks. Yeah, your tanks, you know? The the, mil- the countries, like, if you think about when Tiananmen Square happened, it was like right around when the Soviet Union was about to collapse. So worldwide communism was a lot, was really, really weak. Nowadays, it's, it's much weaker than it even was back then. But the Chinese Communist Party didn't have that much control. They They weren't, they were pretty good. Pretty good hold, but there were still some some weaknesses I think at the time, and a big Tiananmen Square like protest could happen. But I think nowadays, even though they've 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 introduced a little bit more capitalism in their system, they won't tell you that. But it's very obvious that they've done that, which is why they've been as successful as they are, as they have been. But yeah, the the grip on the the, the country for them is is airtight, and they're not going to be out of there for a very long time. Jesus. A thorn in the side of the... It's going to be a thing for a while. I mean, they're even... they even. I think at this point, they don't even like the Russians, but they're kind of pushed towards the Russians because they have more in common with them than they do the West. Oh. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, that, that old saying. And, you know, because the, the Soviets and the Chinese, the Communist Party had issues in the... You know, it started... Cropped up in, like, the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. They weren't friends. They, they they haven't been allies for that long, really. It's not like it's a, you know, a strong historical partnership like the U.S. and the U.K. It's it's nothing like that. It's pretty much just who's ready to backstab the other at the first chance they get. China holds more power than Russia right now in that regard. They have a stronger economy, stronger military, but that means that they maintain dominance over them instead of the other way around. Priority yeah, like like Russia needs. Military and financial power you can back, I guess. Russia needs China a lot more than China needs Russia, put it that way. Yeah. But when you have such few friends, you know, when when you're at uh, such hostile, like, negotiations with the West all the time, it's it's all, you you might as well just have Russia in your corner. Yeah, might as well. I mean, they got, like, a mutual agreement that everyone else around them sucks ass. Look, you don't like me, I don't like you, but those guys are assholes. So let's just be buddies. That's, yep. That's their view. That's what that is. Uh so all right. The um the FTX guy, uh in that whole situation. Um somehow he's not in jail, even though he's the company's been accused of some pretty awful shit, uh financially, fraud speaking. Although he claims he's um committed no fraud. But, uh, uh, really? Hmm. Tell me more. I would like well, us to judge this. So former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried said he didn't do a good job. <laughs> I didn't do a good job, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, at least he admitted he thinks that he did a bad job. He's very blunt with it, like a, like a, like a five-year-old who, like, 
did something wrong. It's like, I didn't do a good job. You know? mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. No, I screwed over a lot of people. This goddamn honesty that makes me go, you know what? There's some hope. <clears throat> he said he didn't do a good job at upholding his responsibilities to regulators, customers, and investors in a highly anticipated conversation with CNBC's Andrew Ross Sorkin at the Deal Book Summit. Uh, so he's still doing like TV interviews and shit. So I, I don't think his life's that bad at the moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. So the company filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy protection in Delaware on November eleventh. He said, "I didn't even try to commit fraud on anyone. I saw it as a thriving business, and I was shocked by what happened this month. I've had a bad month," he said. <laughs> I think it's an oh. understatement. I've had a. That's like Hitler saying, I've had a bad, like, past five years, guys. Germany had right. a, Germany had a uh, rough few years, yeah. It's been a rough. Time, but there's a more Jews than we thought. God, so God. it's got expensive. I blame... We got lazy. I blame Grubbles. Uh, Bagman Freed appeared by a video feed from the Bahamas. The Baha... That's it. I'm out. Oh my god. I've My life's messed up. I'm broke. When we go to the Bahamas. Yeah, it totally makes sense, man. What's the IRS trying to lock his ass up? Like, alright, you can. Your, your company was a scam. What about all the taxes you owe now? They would not lock up a wealthy liberal. Let's be honest. You're right. Well, he's not going to be wealthy for long, apparently. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's got a lot of Clinton money in there as well, and some money heading over to Ukraine and that kind of thing. We don't know anything is allegedly, but a lot of it seems very sus. There was no person who was chiefly in charge of potential risks of customers on FTX. There was no one in charge. No, nah, it'll just figure itself out. Mm, maybe fifty-fifty shot. That it either figures itself out or the government suppresses it and acts like everything's fine. Uh, it's always the dudes that look like that. Like he, he looks like he's a he looks like a clown, honestly. He does. He, he looks like if you if he dyed his hair red and put on a fucking big red nose, he'd be a clown. Yep, very easily. Uh, yeah, but I think they're probably screwed for that whole company FTX. I mean, they're, they're probably never going to recover from this. Like the dude is gone, but your 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 brand name really never recovers from something like that. I don't know how someone with this mentality can actually own a company. I was CEO of FTX. I had a responsibility. Uh, yes. It you, makes you wonder, like, how many more of those types of dudes are out there. That doesn't help me. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel any better. There was no... He was a CEO, but there was no one really in charge. And it feels pretty embarrassing. Duh, you were just running a, you were running a company. Winging it. Made... Billions of dollars, right? Probably, yes. Laundered billions more? Oh, God. 
Um, speaking of dudes running companies, um, Elon Musk and his continued Twitter antics. It, it's like a weekly story. It's just a well you can keep going back to for stories. There's yeah, always something going CNN on. CNN is so stupid. Look at this at the top of the fear and greed index. Greed is driving the U.S. market right now. Isn't it always? Listen, greed is... Isn't yeah. greed driving everything? It really is. I need, I need, I need. I need some bitches. Seriously. Uh, so, yeah, so Musk, there was like a, a, I guess a slight concern, although I never thought it was an actual legit threat, but like that Twitter, would, that Apple would pull Twitter from, from the App Store, which just never seemed like a credible thing that was going to happen. And we pretty much have a confirmation that that isn't going to happen because Elon Musk met with um, uh, Apple's CEO, Tim Apple. I know that's not his name, but I like calling him that, so I will call him Tim Apple. Now watch him get it changed so it is just because... I would. All... If I were him, I mean, he's like a billionaire himself. Why not? I would definitely be Anthony Apple if I were if I was the CEO of Apple. Just just putting that out there. I hope a worm gets you. I I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> that worm's gonna be. Now I'll never be in a fancy Apple. That worm's gonna be Sam Bankman free. <laughs> no, he looks like a worm. One of them caterpillars that you don't know you, you think is poisonous, but you don't know if it is or not. Apparently it is. I, I, I like some of these like art, these like sophisticated websites that when they're talking about like these like these people like these celebrities or these politicians, they're always like Mister This and Mrs. This. They're like so this article is like Mister Musk, and it's like I get it, but you just call him Elon. Like I don't even think he gives a shit. Mm. Uh, and um. Mr. Musk accused Apple of threatening to cut the platform from its app store and said it had halted most of its advertising on the site. Um, but then he tweeted on Wednesday, which is uh, today, that Tim was clear that Apple never considered doing so. So I don't, I don't know what that was all about. So. No, they did cut funding, but then... Uh... They, they cut the advertising, probably. Yeah. Which, like, mm, I mean, I've, I've been seeing less ads on Twitter, and I'm, I'm very happy about that. It has improved my Twitter experience, and I didn't even have to pay for Twitter Blue. Good, good. Yeah, Twitter's actually been getting interesting since uh, Musk. It's it's kind of funny. Like so many people were just like dead set on it's gonna like this is it. I, that one night, I think it was a couple weeks ago, where everybody's like, "Well, if this is my last post on Twitter, it's been a good." And I'm just sitting there like reading every single one because everybody. Almost everybody I followed was doing it. And I'm like, guys, it's not fucking going anywhere. And if it no does, oh my god, wow, there'll be another well, if one. If it does, good shit. Oh, I would hope so. There no. are so many First accounts that are like posting their, their final goodbyes and their like their highlight reel. It was all first of all, it was all a ploy to get more likes and shares I, and shit. I call it That's the uh it was. I call it the Kiss Reunion Tour. Oh no, the the farewell tour that Kiss done that did 17 times. <laughs> Farewell. I'm back. <laughs> and then I and then what happened was I went to sleep. I woke up and then oh, Twitter was still there. 
Oh, very shocking. And all the people that said it was going to go away, and they're just like back to like if you told if I had no idea like Musk bought Twitter, I would have thought nothing changed because nothing has changed. The I thing, the blue check mark thing is um pointless. That's the only thing that's different that, that people can buy that now. No, it's still it's still on pause. Yeah, but I mean, if you already had it, then you you, you still have it. You know? mm -hmm. So it's kind of like if you're grandfathered in. Uh, I know one dude on my Twitter who um, has his name stuck as Giant Penis. Like he he changed it as like a joke, but then now you can't change your name on Twitter anymore because of a bug. So he's just stuck as that for the last couple weeks. That is hilarious. Uh, so uh google and um apple were actually i think it was last week they were threatening to uh ban twitter from their their uh, the app store and the play store and then someone asked elon on twitter if he would consider making a new phone independent from the others like android and he apple like, yeah. he said yep if it was something he would do and i, I would buy it That's maybe I... I'm pretty sure we all would, but it'd probably be extremely expensive. Oh yeah, because it's an independent system and it doesn't require anybody else's shit. All he has to do is run it off of Linux. I mean, that's you all know, it needs. Yes, it, but it's free it software. Like, people think Twitter like got so much worse. Like there, there's still you can write an anti-Elon Musk tweet, it won't get deleted, you won't get banned, and it'll probably get, like, 500,000 likes. So I don't know where your, your like, censorship yeah, is I, coming from, because I not. haven't seen it. Um, a few people have been watching noticed uh, when he was doing a few of the polls, he did act he actually did a, um, between, he, he did that Trump poll, and it was, like, 52 to 48%, and I think it was, like, uh, how many people, like, 15 million people voted on that? I someone I think uh, Tim Pool said this. He, it was like a honeypot to try and trap the uh, the bots, the bot accounts that were doing it, just because it was negative. They like negative things because he originally did that when he first acquired Twitter. He put out, or was it before? He put out a poll about the about uh, Ukraine, about ending yeah. who wants to end the war, and it was overwhelmingly. Uh, a large portion of people who wanted to continue the war, and he's like, that's not right. So, he did the Trump poll, and it was really neck and neck, and then he did another poll about general amnesty, letting a ban, previously banned people who didn't do any serious things back on the platform, and it was like, significantly less um... Of a problem? Yeah, it was like 72% to 30 of that that was the poll. So the speculation is that he did a bot purge. He honeypotted them and then got rid of them. Nice. That's a that's a theory. I don't know unless he actually releases that, which I hope he did. He's like, hey, I just purged bots. That's why that's why this is um a little better here. But we'll uh never know for sure, but you, it, you, you say found... you you say uh Tesla's a test. Let's say Tesla phone. I don't know what to call it. Would it be He's, Tesla phone? I mean, it would. Be, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty know, sure. You got, got SpaceX, Tesla. It would probably just be something completely different. Like Some, its own thing. Like a Muskberry. 
Muskberry. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Oh, but Elon's phone. You, uh, Gary said you said it would be really expensive. Do you know what the latest iPhone costs? Oh yeah, uh, almost three hundred dollars? Question mark. Three. It's almost three grand, my dude. Three thousand. Yes. Yes. If I'm surprised. It's Apple. They always charge top that's, dollar, especially when it's new. Especially when it's that's slave why labor. That's dip so drastically in the present years. Exactly. So Apple would do that. It is possible, and Elon has such a large following, he would pro fucking profit from it because he designed Tesla. So, or at least he he oh. is in charge of Tesla. Well, there was a, there was a, a thing on that, and like. People were saying like he didn't actually invent it, which technically he didn't, and like he wasn't super involved with some of the early models, but he did invest in the company when no one else was willing to. Yeah. So like, he he's not the sole founder. There were two other dudes, but if he doesn't come in, is it even the company we know it as today? Probably not. And yeah. I'm not. And I, again, I'm not even the biggest Elon fan. There's a lot of things that I don't like about him, but. It's also like the overwhelming hate. I don't get that part of it. Like either extreme is weird. Like liking him too much is a little weird. Hating him too much is a little weird. I take. I'm I'm skeptical yeah. because he he's got some ties with China that I'm not really a big fan of. Because yeah, because at the end of the day, it's always going to be about profit. I mean, if he's really uh, thing is probably mostly bullshit. It, it probably is because he wouldn't let Alex Jones back on. Yeah, because well, of free I mean, that, speech. That, I just, I just wanted that for the the chaos of it, because I root for chaos. But yeah, chaos, especially on Twitter. It's it's a dumpster fire anyway. But, but, but we got Trump back, so I, okay. I'll, I'll yeah, but he's that. not using it. Of course not. <laughs> someone, someone was like, it's like if um, like Batman, if he like hung up his suit in the closet and like it's calling out to him to put it back on, like that's Trump's Twitter account. That's hilarious. <laughs> back in Donald. I don't think he, I think he's falling apart, Donald. I, I think he desperately wants to, but he's like I, he invested so much in Truth Social, he's like I can't leave it. What do you think of his his platform for twenty twenty four? Like how he's been acting the last think, two years? Oh, his platform. Yeah. Well, because he's officially running, it's it's weird because in twenty sixteen he was viewed much differently than he is now. That's why he had a chance. That's why he could win. Nowadays, it's like they've basically painted him as Hitler. So it's either you you're a Republican and you like him, or you're you or you you think of him as as literal like the Antichrist, the devil, like this evil figure. Mm. It's not like in the past where you had like a Mitt Romney. It's like, well, I don't like him because he's like a Republican who has these policies. Nowadays, it's like I don't like Trump because I think he's evil and he's yeah. destructive and he's going to kill everybody. Like that, that's. So, so I don't know because there's a lot of Republicans that I really don't like, and I think a lot of them are very weak and would never. They just want to return the party to what it was in the Obama days, which was just weak and losing. I'm not saying it's been super successful in Trump in the way of winning elections, but the platform is a little bit stronger, maybe in that sense. They're a little bit more. We don't give a shit what the media says. We're just gonna do our policies. Yeah, with the um... it's kind of the Trump mindset I feel, but I, and also like he's going to run in twenty twenty four. He's already announced it, but I don't. He, I don't, he announced I don't it, feel but very I'm very good about his odds of winning. I'm getting so. Well, what's the platform that he's going with? What's what's 
to drive, man. Uh, what I've been reading and hearing is that he's still stuck on 2020. Yeah. He's Which still is... grinding about... Got it. Is he, I'm, I'm pretty... I don't know. It's, 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 it's annoying. He's a senile as Joe. Not even Jimmy Carter, who's almost 100 years old, is a senile as Joe. It's really annoying me. And then he does this, uh, the Mar-a-Lago dinner with, um, a bunch of people. A very, Fuentes of all a, people. A lot of hot topic people, which... Fucking Nick Fuentes, like, why? I don't know why. Like, if you want to know a little bit more about this, I would go watch Tim Pool's um, IRL on that. Because he talks a little Dude, bit Tim more Poole about interviewed, it. Tim um, Kanye. Yeah, and he walked out. Yeah. He walked out. Which um to Weird be honest, situation that is. And uh Kanye or Ye or Yay, what a Yay Yay. yay. <laughs> he's he's pulling a prince or what was it Puff Diddy? Puff Daddy have like twenty Puff different Daddy. Names. He's known as love now, apparently. It's it's I don't know, it's stupid. Anyway, because he's running for president. Yay Yay is running for president in twenty twenty four. And... Yeah, but he was running last time as well. Yeah, he did. I think that was more of a joke for that. Maybe it was like, yeah, I don't know who to vote for, so I'll just sign myself in. I think he got like 40-something thousand votes, too. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like a blip on the radar for for the state, but... You mean that Harambe write-in? Mm, maybe. But um, I'm not... Don't some dude put a shoe on his fucking head? I'm not too familiar of who Fuentes is, but um, so, to sum up who he is, well, he's kind of—I think he's kind of like Mexican, or like he's got like that in his background, so he's kind of Hispanic. Um, kind of like white supremacist, like heavy right-leaning, um, weird opinions about women. I think he once said that like women, like dating a woman, is gay. I don't know what. Kind of just really. Like a caricature of of like a white supremacist almost. That seems um, like it's overdone. Yeah, he and and I don't even like throwing that word around, but like he, he genuinely just seems like he's just the weirdest opinions and like the just. We could go in a deep dive. Frankly, I just don't like the dude. I don't. There's like nothing good about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even really conservative or any you know even libertarian in that way. Just. Some really weird opinions. Mm. Like even some of the hardcore, like you know, big Trump supporting Republicans that I've seen are like, this dude's fucking weird. Yeah, I know. Really weird attitude towards women. It's just, it's like not the kind of guy you should be associating with. And mind you, Trump is already Trump. He's already got a lot of people. Either you love him or you hate him. Mm-hmm. Although I know quite a few people that are like. That man was like funny as shit. We hate him back in there. Like, there is a large, I feel like there's a large section of people that are like, he was funny as shit. We just, we should get him back in. Mm-hmm. Just because he was funny, not because of anything else. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much about Fuentes, so I can't really vouch for him, even though the little information you gave me right now. So it's kind of. Okay. Not a good dude to but sum the, it up. Basically. The problem is if he's not a really good dude and you have Ye who's um spouting a lot of stuff about the Jews. Jews. 
And then you have them going to a dinner at a former president's house, which apparently Trump didn't know who Fuentes is, who he was at all. So why isn't he vetting people who are yeah, coming like, to his I, house? I get, it. I get why Trump wouldn't know, but, but why, why wouldn't would, anybody who works for him know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, he, to, of all places, they're, they're going to a place that was recently raided by the FBI. So why wouldn't he be on like high alert? And he just announced for president for a presidential run, but and now he's just letting someone he doesn't know into his into his house. I don't yeah, know. That, that's that's the thing about Trump. That's kind of what got him in a lot of trouble. Is he made a lot of these decisions that you yeah, know, like he like some of them I could I can understand like in the way of who he was picking for his cabinet. Yeah, because he wasn't experienced politician, so naturally you kind of would choose guys that have been around that for a while, like Mike Pence. Um, like the dude he had for what's his name, uh, Bolton. You know, like, like yeah. Now, like looking back now, you're like those were terrible choices. But at the time, you're trumping. You're like, well, I need some guys with some knowledge of this. And then those guys were like, we can't handle the heat, so we bailed. Now we're writing books about how bad Trump is, so we can make some money, which they're all doing. They're all writing books. Yeah, it's insane. I can give Trump a pass on that because he didn't. He, he he's never. He wasn't really in politics. He was an entertainer, celebrity, pretty well known yeah, for all really that. He goes. Yeah. He goes to be president, and he's kind of winging it, so he doesn't really know what's going on. So he doesn't know who to trust or who does. Who to, who's against him? Who's with him? He, it's he's blindsided. I expected him to learn from that. Does not seem like he's learned from that. It seems like he's just bloated in his victory. I think he kind of has, but he, he's still never gonna. He's he, he's he's a seventy what seventy seven seventy eight year old man. Like he's yeah. never gonna. He's not gonna change that radically at this point. That's fine, but I thought he'd be smart enough to actually just learn. Like, all right, yeah, not don't don't trust everyone in politics. Which I'm, it's pretty, it's an oxymoron to ignore that fact that no one in I politics is really on your side. Like, like I think what, uh, Pence is writing a book, wrote a book, they out for themselves. Realistically. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. We're it's looking a... to fuck the people without letting the people know we've been fucked. It's a... And then you have the other politicians that are trying to improve things. Mm -hmm. They always get fucking overshadowed, silenced, and suppressed and shit. He got he walked so, um, into a den of wolves and he got bit. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, she condemned Fuentes uh, as well, defending Trump. But condemning Fuentes, saying, like, just keep him away, you know? Yeah, He's man. kind of taking the attitude of, well, Trump didn't know who he is and didn't know he was coming, so... Which might partially be true, but also, you're like, you're still a billionaire ex-president. You should probably have people vetting everybody that comes to meet you at dinner, unless you know them, like, by heart. Even if, like, like Kanye West kind of surprised him last minute, like, here's this dude, you know, Nick Fuentes, and Trump should have been like, okay, vet this guy, and then, like, they say, hey, Donald, this dude sucks, and Donald's like, alright, get him out of here. Like, it'd be that simple. Oh. Uh, she said that Trump's, Marjorie Taylor Greene, so she said Trump's team is making big changes over who can come in and the vetting process, which I think is smart. Any former president should have had that in place. He should have already had that in place. But yeah, it's... he should have had. That's that's the problem. It's been, he's been in his game for about six years. He should have known by now, especially after um, 
2020 and all that shit, which I'm tired of hearing about anyway. We get it. The election's been over for two years. Move on. Try it. The, 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 the aim is to get away from the past and go for the future. Which he kind of did in his announcement speech, which I was pretty happy about because he wasn't he didn't stick on 2020 as much he he mentioned it in his in a little quip of a joke and then moved on from that and then the midterms happen and then he's comparing his votes to DeSantis trying to make himself look better he's trying to get ahead of DeSantis, DeSantis and I'll say this firmly about DeSantis first of all I think to run for president he'd have to resign so he'd have to resign midway through his second term which i don't think would be the best idea honestly no i think the best idea would be to successfully finish what you started in florida which is a really good thing he's got a really good thing going there and run in 28 i think that's DeSantis because i think going head to head with trump is not gonna it's going to be like a clash of the titans, you know, and I think Trump would probably edge him out there, but no, it's, it wouldn't be pretty. It'd be really ugly. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to skew the, it's going to break the Republican Party. It's going to break the right side and the left is going to put up whatever they want and they're going to win because the the right is so tribalized right now that they can't even agree on common ground or a common candidate or common values and they'll attack each other. They're trying to like huddle behind Santos to be the the of the old Republican Party, and I really don't want him to be that way because that's not why he succeeded in Florida. He sort of followed the Trump model in Florida, and it worked great. Yeah, I know, but then so, you're going to have a lot of these establishment establishment people throwing money behind DeSantis, and then later, hey man, I supported he's got a you. Super PAC. They already have like some kind of pack, I think, encouraging oh. him to run. Yeah, they're done. He's done. They're gonna, uh, they're gonna, they're gonna dig their hooks into him, and then uh, I don't know if he can actually break out of it. If he can, blast them off. That'd be great. Just do it. Uh, just have a Trump-esque type of personality, where it's my way or the highway. Well, for for Trump, it really his if there is a winning strategy for him, I would say it'd have to be shutting up. Talk less about twenty twenty. Talk more about how your economy. The first three years of your presidency before it was tanked by COVID was one yeah. of the best ever and still better than what Biden has mm -hmm. now. Yep. That is what you got to focus on. I don't know if he will because there's times where he can be in a speech and be in a, a rally and he can go and he'll really like nail his points and then he'll put something dumb on Twitter or dumb on Truth Social now, I guess. Yeah, I know. That kind of undoes all that progress. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird. He's like his own worst enemy in a lot I of swear, cases. I don't think he understands the gravity of what social media does. And I'm not even telling him he has to say, like, you know, I lost fair and square in 2020. You don't even have to say that. You don't even have to, like, no, that. You, you don't have to even go there anymore. You don't even have to talk about it. You don't even have to, yeah, you don't have to acknowledge it happened. You never conceded, so it's... I'm going to ask you about it, but who the hell cares? Just, just talk about, I mean, you're Trump. You're very good at boasting. Just talk about how great you know, your economy was, right? Yeah, yeah, don't... That great, big, beautiful wall that you started. Like, exactly. <laughs> Talk about gas prices, the economy. Especially gas prices, which are still... They've gone down, but they're still higher than they were. Yeah, they're still, like, what? Like, 30%, 40, 30 to 40% higher than they were two years ago? The national average down to where it was when Trump was in office, then we're talking, but otherwise, it's still bad. It is bad, yeah.
Uh, so yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. But yeah, and of course, DeSantis hasn't said anything, which is kind of interesting in a way when you think about it, because of course you don't really want to go toe to toe with Trump with the the name calling because it never works. Yeah, uh, but you you might also get the feeling that he's kind of like, what do I say? Like, do I really even want to get into this? Which I again, I think would be a bad idea. But he's kind of stayed silent on it, which is better off for him. Because uh, I think he has to finish what he started in Florida. That's the the main thing. They want a gigantic victory there. And yeah, yeah, perhaps, man. Part of that is because uh, a lot of people from like New York and bluer states moved to Florida. Yeah, they were they were tired of so I think in these areas that are dominated by these major cities. This is what's going to happen. I think in that way, I think we're seeing the start. I mean, it kind of started about. 2016 but i think it's really getting polarized now as the red states are going to get redder the blue states are going to get bluer and it's going to be so polarized between the two groups it's there's no mending there's there's just no center anymore it's really weird um how kind of extreme i mean i I, it kind of started with trump but I've even heard this before that Trump, and he really wasn't, it didn't really start with him. He kind of inherited a movement. Um, That kind of America first mindset. It was always a thing. It was just, it just picks a champion every now and then. It was all uh, before him, at least for the last 30 years before him, it was all talk, no walk. You can probably go back 50, 60 years, really. Yeah. It's always around, but. And and Trump doesn't always represent. I mean, he, he just shoots himself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, more than I think any president ever has. And that's that's because of his his background. Again, the, the he likes being boastful, but he boasts about the wrong things a lot. He does. Yeah, his ego gets in the way. He's got plenty to boast about. I mean, from his presidency, the stuff that wins you elections. You could do a lot of things bad as president, but if you have a really strong economy, you're going to win 99 times out of 100. And if it wasn't for COVID, really, it was the worst thing that could have happened to him because if it didn't, I think he wins. Yeah. Even with the negative media attention, right? It it was the pandemic that came around once in a generation pandemic, once in a lifetime pandemic. And it just just tanked everything. Everything got worse. Speaking of elections, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some Democrats like an understatement. Everything basically stopped and then restarted, and everything was shut the fuck out down the line after reforms were made to try and assist with all the insanity that came with recovery from COVID and all businesses going back to everything as normal. Speaking. We're still going to keep hurting from it for a good long while, and I'm very well aware of that, regardless of who's in presidency at the time. All we can hope for is that somebody's going to tax the rich, you know, those that can afford to fucking pay these ridiculous amounts of money because of how much debt America racks up. Well, someone's got to pay it, but it's not even going to be the billionaires, because then you tax the billionaires and then you billionaires. pay it you tax the shit out of the billionaires either so they leave or you take their money and then what? Are you going to magically find more billionaires to keep paying this off? 
because there's only so many billionaires and they only have so much money that you could support a program like that maybe for a short period of time, but then eventually you're just going to run out of money. Very short period of time, but would it be enough time to try and help others who want to work, find work, possibly housing, yada yada? Lots of things for telling Elon Musk he needs to he needs to use his Twitter money to solve world hunger. No, Elon needs to sell fucking politicians lying to everybody all the time and just tell straight the fuck up what the intention is. What he's uh what what Elon's threatened to do with uh Twitter, he's gonna well he's not threatened. I I really hope he does it. He reveals the uh political bias of Twitter, of all the companies that Funded Twitter, all the uh, chats and oh, conversations. Companies in general. Blah, sort blah, of, blah. sort of. I'm talking like the the big advertisers, and uh, they're like, "Well, we'll advertise if you remove these people." That type of thing. And then the the internal employees talking about if we, you know, we can win this election if we just ban these people and the and that people suppress those people, that kind of thing. But. Uh, it's got, a big fucking problem, my guy. It is. And speaking of big problems, you hear what happened in, in Arizona? Um, it, it was no, hot. No. It was hot. No, it's actually pretty warm right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Arizona. It's always an oven. But uh, one of their counties refused to certify the election for governor. It's fun. Uh, Why do you think they did that? Did they find tampering before they sent anything off? They had an issue with their tabulators, and I think uh, I think twenty percent of their tabulators went down. So a lot of people's vote technically didn't get counted that day, and were set to a pile to be counted later. And I'm not sure if they ever got to that. I, I don't know. Uh, right now, two counties and a couple of swing states turned. What is usually an uneventful step in the election process into a political flashpoint on Monday, officials in rural Republican-controlled Cochise County of southeastern Arizona near Tuscan voted to delay certifying the results of this year's midterm elections to miss the state's legal deadline of Monday, despite finding no legitimate problems on local counts. Ah, this is it's NPR, so it's kind of weird. Oh yeah, um, NPR is, is straight up garbage, but yeah. Yeah, so can't, can't tell. Uh, there was something. I don't know if I can find it somewhere else. Let's see. Okay. Look, my friend. I am looking. Load article. It, I mean, it, it's it's kind of just. A frustrating thing that keeps happening. First of all, our election shouldn't take a week. It no. shouldn't be, it's not a week-long event. It's election day. You come in on that day, you vote, they count the votes. Maybe it takes longer, maybe it takes two at the very most if you absolutely have to, but it should not take longer than that. I don't mm -hmm. give a shit what independent fact-checkers are going to tell me. It's yeah. election day. For 240-some years, we've had a country. Up until 2020, it was always counted on Election Day. Yeah. And we're, we're, I mean, Florida fucking counted all their votes on Election Day, and they had a winner on Election Day, and that was it. They had, like, 99% reporting by the end of the day. 
why can't every state do that? Florida is like what the third or fourth most populous state in the country, like twenty some million people or whatever. And you're telling me that at least for older folks, you're telling you're telling me, and there and there's a lot of old people, and they still counted the votes quickly. You're the government. You can hire lots of people to count. You can you can you have like literal years before the election takes place to get set up for this. It should not, it should never take mail in mail in voting is, is the biggest mistake that was ever. It is. It is invalid ballot harvesting. I don't know. I can't it's find a good uh center fucking article. It's something about the tabulators and they were having an issue with them. Yeah, yeah, they had issues with them on election day. Mm -hmm. The morning of, like really early. This is oh. a, this is a charge statement. Those the refusal to certify the results is directly tied to those who would rather sow distrust in our electoral process than protect our democracy. Listen, if a system's flawed and there's obvious issues, can we at least take the time to make sure they're correct? I don't care no, if it's, it's just voting machines that aren't working on the one day that they have to work. And also, it's taking well over a week to count votes. And didn't they have early voting like the previous week and it worked fine? With the same, well, like this, just the same exact machine. On election day, use a paper and pencil to vote, and then that's it. Yes. Really weird. Not everything has to be a touchscreen. I like touchscreens. I have a touchscreen laptop right now. I don't have but, a touchscreen. Well, I didn't vote. It was uh, we we had a paper ballot, but it was sent into a tabulating machine. Yeah, so I had, and I think a lot of places have this. It's like a they give you this really long. It's almost like construction paper, mm -hmm. and they just feed it into the machine. Yeah, you press the touch screen, and then it it prints all your shit onto the paper, and then it sucks it up into the machine to count it. I guess officially. Uh, Mine's was again, I. I would just like, use the pencil and paper. I had to physically fill uh, my elections in with a with a pen, and it was kind of like the uh, the SATs where you have to make sure that things completely filled in correctly. Otherwise, make sure to fill it in it's mm -hmm. completely dark. Use a number two pencil. A million fucking times I heard that shit. <laughs> not even not not even the SATs. Just from like grade school where they would have the um, Terra Nova. Terra Nova's. Oh god, I think that's like a. That's like this specific to Philly, so if you're not from this area, you might not know what it is. Yeah, it's it's like the SAT, it's like grade school. It's just standardized testing, which yep. I hated. It is it is stupid. It took it took up like an entire week, and it was pointless. And I don't know if we ever got the. Do we ever get the results? I think probably, but I don't remember how just, I did on that. I don't know. Probably I just I, I can tell you I did bad on the math ones. Just, did, just uh, math is hard, man. Math is hard. <laughs> well, for you, reading is hard. Shut up! Well, for me, math is hard. Damn it! <laughs> we know it's you know what's not hard for Gary is breeding. Yeah, and <laughs> number one breeder. <laughs> I'm challenging Elon Musk to a breeding man. battle. I'm gonna you send you that mug. I'm gonna send you that mug. Number one breeder. Good. I'm gonna look, look that up now. In 50 years, there will be a civil war between Gary's children and Elon Musk's children. That is, that is, that'll be the battle of the century. It will be a fair fight. It'll be a glorious conflict. The other will be intelligent and hiding behind massive cannon fodder. They'll have but one will be like Tesla tanks. Cannon fodder. 
Oh, no tanks required, sir. We have explosives. No, they'll have tanks. They'll have, like, Tesla electric tanks. Fuck their Tesla tanks. <laughs> Elon, you are listening. He's like, write this down, write this down. Oh. I mean, he's already got this, this cyber truck, so that's... Where Damn. is the cyber truck? Is it, is, it, is it out yet? I don't think so. Oh. Let's see the release date. I'm curious. 2020. Oh, it's coming next year. Very exciting. Boys wanted a truck shaped like a polygon. Nice. I know I saw a dude who was like. I think it was, I forget, it might have been like a Nissan truck. Like one of the Japanese manufacturers made a truck that was like more of a traditional American truck than what the American automakers were building these days. Because I think a lot of them now are oh. like more flashy and not like like tough and utilitarian like they used to be. Not that I own a truck or need one, but still. Um. All right. Do you guys got anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? Nah, I'm good. Nothing I can fucking think about. Good. You bricks. No, I'm all talked out. There's a custom mug on Amazon. You can talk forever, bitch. That's that'd make a perfect Christmas gift. Number one breeder. Number one Coomer. I'm looking at it's 15 bucks for a custom mug. Oh, if you've ever been on um some of the anti anti-natalist or the child-free Reddits, um that's basically what they call people who have kids. They call them breeders. That is amazing. I would wear that with pride. It is it is like, you know what you know what it's better than? Groomer. Cancelled. <laughs> Predator. Oh. oh god. Yo, hold on. Before we're done, did you see that image of Biden stalking the uh, the two little girls in the window? Yeah. They showed the full video of it. Like, it wasn't that bad. And it's like, he just walks up to the window and looks in. You know, if, if the man wasn't caught sniffing little girls on numerous occasions, I, I wouldn't think anything of it. But And also, if it, uh, Ashley Biden wasn't accusing him of taking a bath with him, which is yeah, it's it's not good. Like he, he, he's related to her, but I'm like, eh. don't sit right with me. Yeah, hold on. I found a Ooh. follow us on our Facebook page while you're at it. I found a yeah, good photo. Yeah, follow the Facebook. We post memes. Oh, there it is. There it is. I found it. <laughs> it is a very creepy photo. <laughs> oh God, hold on. I gotta get back to the. Yeah, he's um. Yo, I haven't seen it. It's like just, it's like t almost even the one little girl looks like she's got like the 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 Wojak face where it's like, <gasps> you know, the 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 white. I love this drawing of the dude. I love this comment right here. Just the Chris Hansen <laughs> popping in. Oh, oh God, what is it? Like he's not even like. He's not even smiling. Oh, that's, is so bad. that's bad. The last thing you see before the screaming starts. 
God. You know, if he wasn't just so handsy with other people's children, again, I wouldn't think much of this, but because he sniffs little girls all the time, like now it's like, I have to see this as creepy. He did this to himself. He started it. Mad fucking creepy, homie. Oh my god, pedophiles and rapists. Before, please get in my van. I have free candy. Now we run the government. Vote for me. <laughs> you have a uh, choice between pedophile number one or pedophile number two. Uh, oh, I had seen this. This is this this was funny. Canada's Trump, Canada's Trudeau says people of China should be allowed to protest, and then you have Canada begins to release frozen bank accounts from Freedom Convoy protest. Trudeau's government warns more accounts will be frozen. <laughs> Trudeau went all in against the Freedom Convoy this week. He'll... You know, like if you're him, like do you really not see the 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 irony of, of what you're doing, like yeah. the. the... You really don't, like, not at all? Because they're both protesting the same thing. Like, the people in China and the people in Canada, like, they were protesting the same thing. It was COVID policy. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, they should be able to protest. But not against me. Well, he's also the Mm. dude that, like, did brownface on, like, several occasions. So, yeah. Maybe not the best, um... I mean, but Canadians keep voting for him, so. Yep, the, you get what you vote for. <laughs> sorry, Canada, but thanks for hockey, at least. Sorry, not sorry. So, sorry, not sorry. God. Oh, all our leaders are uh, pedophiles, eh? <sighs> it is. Uh, I'm a Canadian, nonetheless. That's the crushing part. Not like they're much better off anyway. Well, thanks for stopping by and joining us. We will be back next week. Uh, please check out, like I said, our Facebook page. Uh, we'll be posting memes and uh, also some other news of the week that we weren't able to get to in the episode, but something that maybe pops up in between episodes. We can, we'll definitely talk about it there or post a opinion or two. Uh, we're also on Twitter, American POV. We are on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Anchor. Um, and we're also peering creepily into your window, uh, your children. Now we're not the president. I'm just kidding. No. Thanks for joining. See you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.